You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs, a.k.a. R2 Von D2. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan. Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm having that weird, I don't know, Rich, it's that weird time between Christmas and New Year's where I don't really know what to do. I don't know. I didn't know what day it was. Like earlier this yeah. morning, and we're recording at a, at a time that we don't really don't don't record. So I'm just so out of sorts. I've yeah, got, I took so much time off too. Like I have no idea. If you're I'm watching doing. this on YouTube right now, you can tell it's a kind of a weird time of day because <laughs> where I'm positioned at this time of day yeah. at ten o'clock, the sun is directly in my face. Yeah. You so do you have sunglasses handy you might want to throw I, them on <laughs> like i got this hat like pulled way down i you look might, like an absolute maniac you might want to think but, about it Ryan, did, you, did, did you have a very merry christmas i did it was it's my house so we we did christmas with the girls and then immediately left mm-hmm. right now. so my house is like an absolute disaster oh yeah yeah right like now. yeah how was how was first christmas as a dad you give the presents uh, selfishly ryan no uh no sword no, so I was I gonna ask you about the sword. I didn't get a sword. Yeah. Oh, the uh, first Christmas with the baby. She she had a great time. Santa was very good to her. She didn't know what was going on. It was fun. No, not no. a clue. But she got some good stuff. Good. But not a goddamn sword in the bunch. And I don't know if that's more. <laughs> my wife and my family think that I was kidding because I wasn't. You were not kidding. No. Or if they thought more likely that I'd end up hurting myself with it. Well, they they have to understand that giving someone a samurai sword mm-hmm. is one of the highest honors you can receive as a person. I am trying to skip a lot of the training. Yeah, to but... be fair, I just want to jump to the end of the line mm-hmm. and get a samurai sword and do stuff in the backyard with it. Do stuff. What are you barking at? Yeah, which are you out of your mind? Easy. See, he wants. See, there. he actually supports me. Yeah, in the, in the sword. Yeah, I want to take it easy. Get out of here. <laughs> what is? He's. He, I'm talking about my sword that I didn't get. Yeah, and he's. He gets Where's fired the sword? Up Ryan Davy wants to know where the sword is. So she's claiming I got a sword because here's. Not really. Here's what happened. My my mom uh, bequeathed to me uh, something that was my grandfather's that he brought back from Italy during World War II. Italy. Italy. So that yeah. part sounds amazing. Yep. It's basically like a glorified uh letter opener. Okay. It looks like a fucking pirate sword though. And it says <laughs> Oh, could, could you cool it with Demi Moore's book? So she asked <laughs> she wanted Demi Moore's book and she didn't get it. And I heard now, her in, her interview on Stern. It's fascinating the life that that woman lived. Yeah, and I'm sure it's a good book and I'll I'll be happy to get it for it at some point, but it's not like I didn't 
get you anything. Anyway, she's gone. Yeah, here we go. She walked away. She, now she's she gone. turned it back on me. Yeah. Fuck. But anyway, Ryan, the baby had a good, uh, good. And I don't want to. I mean, I got some good stuff. I tweeted out a yeah. picture of some of the the graphic novels. I got a bunch of Batman a stuff. Of good I'm reading. Excited, I'm excited to read. Mm-hmm. But no sword. Good news is, gang, my birthday is in March. Sure is. So if anybody wants to redeem themselves, anybody out there listening, and they want to send me a samurai oh, sword, God. I'll take it. I saw. I saw actually a perfect gift for you. I'm not going to tell you what it is because I'm actually. St- I'm still going to buy it. I'm still going to buy it for you. Is it two samurai swords? It's well. It's the big one. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's better than that. It's a samurai sword that looks like Darth Maul's lightsaber. Nope. I'm going to buy it for you, and you're going to love it. You're going to wear it every day. All right, Ryan. Well, thank you very much. But I know Mm -hmm. people did reach out to me, and they asked me if I got the sword, and sadly, I I did not. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. Like, that's all I wanted. (laughs) I don't want anything else. Oh, man. Fuck, I'm going to have to go to one of those Comic-Cons and buy a sword. Yeah. That's going to be my next purchase. Actually, I have a question for you. I was going to save it for the video game minute. I think I've asked yeah. you before, but I want to get your answer again. So my nine-year-old niece and nephew, they're twins. Yep. They got uh, a Nintendo Switch. Sure. And they got a bunch of games. We even got them some games for it. Um, they were playing Mario Kart 8. Yeah. And to say that I put on an absolute clinic would be a wild oh, understatement. You're, under- you're underselling it. Yeah. You, well, you showed a them stuff. wild understatement yeah. what I was able to do sit down there they got these sweet video game chairs too like i didn't want to leave their house and so i'm yeah, just yeah. sitting down there and i'm just ripping just ripping winds ripping power, winds power slides red power shells. slides they're like they're screaming like oh i'm in third place what place are you in i'm like well like, look at the well, look at the head of the, head of the board here yeah. what well, i'm coming around you second time second time <laughs> on your left here <laughs> uh my question is mm-hmm. do i need a nintendo switch it's super like okay so i went and traveled with my uh with my family right after mm-hmm. christmas as mm-hmm. i said and yep. i was going to so my wife's grandmother is a snowbird so we stay at her house so she's in florida okay yep but because she spends most of her time and she's she's there i'm not kidding from like thanksgiving and she's there from like memorial day to, to thank thanksgiving she's here and then she's gone for like most of the year oh yeah so it's like not so, even half an hour yeah, okay, so, so for um she has no cable she has like basic basic cable like three channels right no internet no phone she's basically just they're just keeping the lights on in this place wow does so she I, have does she have a uh, working toilet yeah she does all she right does. that ain't all bad so, so i i brought the switch just to have something to do lifesaver absolute lifesaver interesting because mm-hmm. like my since uh since adding a, a third person to the house here, I have played the PlayStation 4 a lot less. So I was like, I would love to play Mario Kart. And that's something that even my wife would play. Like, she yeah. sat down and was playing it. She loves that game, too. But I'm like, what's the Switch? Is the Switch still 300 bucks? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, it might be. Like, so the base, like, But they have the Switch Lite now, too, which is like the straight handheld one. No, but I, mean, I would like to have it on the screen, yeah. too. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm like, sure you I... could get it for cheaper somewhere. Okay. Yeah, but then I'm um, like, because what games are, this is my question for you, and you're the expert on this. Yep. What Switch games, besides Mario Kart, which is already a pretty good seller, would I play on the Switch that I wouldn't play on the PS4? Well, you, you a lot of them, actually, because oh. a lot of Nintendo stuff is just like their, their best stuff is Nintendo stuff. But okay. you would play Ultimate Alliance 3. Okay. You would play that. You yep. would play, you're a Zelda guy, right? You like the Zeldas? I'm not, not really. but I'm not, but I think I would get it. I think I would probably try it. Um Mario Odyssey is really good. Okay. 
Uh, uh, but my Breath of the Wild and Ultimate Alliance are my favorite games so far. But there's a lot of good, like, you can get, you know how they have, like, the emulators? They have one for Super Nintendo and Nintendo that if you hook it up to online, it's free. So you get, like, 50 NES games whenever you want them, as long as you have an internet connection. Yeah, I like that, too. Yeah, I like that. I do like, like that. that. I, you know what, Ryan? Do I want to? What would I be better off getting? A sword or a Nintendo Switch? Probably Nintendo Switch, because no, it, I heard sword. Did you say sword? I, I, I said. <laughs> I think I'm getting a funny connection. Nintendo, Nintendo sword. You get a Nintendo sword. <laughs> I even had a name. Fun. I even named the sword. Oh, you did. You want to know what I named it? What's that? Nick Swordson. I like that. Yeah, and he tells jokes mm-hmm. and he, before he cuts you up. Right before he cuts you up. I like that. All right, Ryan. That's the that's the Christmas. Uh, hopefully, mm-hmm. everybody out there, you guys all had a, a very merry, merry Christmas. And if you're listening to this before New Year's, hopefully, you have a uh, safe and happy uh, New Year's coming just up. Ryan, a, you know, safe yeah. and happy one. Yeah. Just drink, drink, drink. And if you go to time. Times Square, get a diaper because then I'll let you go to the bathroom. I spent how many how many New Year's parties in a row did you host? Oh, oh shit! Jesus. That was like that was like a thing. It was like uh, sick. It had to have been like four or five years in a row. I would think, yeah, easy. Because I want to mm-hmm. say New Year's Eve, probably when I was like 18 through like 24, I probably spent yeah. with you. Yep. Something That's like about that. right. That's about all of them. Yep. And uh, each one was better than the last. They were. All we different locations. Yep. Oh, all oh. different locations. Oh, there was one that was too low. It was the same location twice, but good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo. Good time. Yeah. I almost too got too involved too. in a bit of a... But anyway, dust up. Yeah, we both did. Let's just continue. Usually, when you when you get into a dust up, I'm usually involved somehow. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Ryan, should we get to the news? This week in yeah. We haven't done that yet. Oh my god, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's rip through the news because we have a lot to get to here. We have a lot to unpack. Uh, first thing I saw, and it was funny because I was just watching like the NBA quadruple header or whatever yep. on Christmas, and they just snuck in a Fargo season four teaser. And I'm like, usually you see everything online first. Like you always yeah. see it like tweeted out. So I watched it and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I went to tweet it out from Dor- at Dork Podcast. Couldn't find it anywhere. And no. so it was one of those things where it was just available. I don't know if it's even out there now. I found some guy like videoed his screen and put it on Ooh, YouTube. It. Yeah. So we tweeted that out. But it was just a cool <laughs> thing. It was like Chris Rock. Jason Schwartzman, they're like all very serious. They're like getting yeah. together. They're meeting in the middle. Schwartzman's hat flies off and he like goes to catch it <laughs> and they go back. So it's like, it's Fargo. So it's, it's going to be like Fargo, yeah. Funny and then murders and then funny and then murders. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm looking forward to that. And I think that's uh, early next year. It sounds it's like my from the movie down. And like they said, yeah. there was the one season that wasn't very good, but the black comedy aspect of this so good is so good. Um. I'm coming around to the David Thewlis character with the toothpick, the the bad oh, teeth. God, he was, was hard to watch. Oh, hard to watch. Yeah, hard to he watch. was like this face, like the uh, face. You know, like, that I didn't think was the strongest season. No, I thought the first two were better, but uh, it's still a great show. Mm-hmm. Made two of the our, best uh, characters, though. decade, all decade. Two of the best Carrie, characters, Carrie Coon and Mary Elizabeth Winstead in the oh, yeah. season. But they were great. Good. And Ewan McGregor was good in his little dual roles as yeah. the twins. I feel like as an actor, you jump at that. When they ask you to play twins, you're like, I'm in. I was like, and twins. Yeah. Like, I'll do it. Deadpool 3 is in the works, according to Ryan Reynolds. And they better not. And I they think, better don't. Just don't. I think they may have learned don't. their lesson because you remember they did, they basically took a bunch of the 
extra scenes from Deadpool 2 and mm-hmm. did like the what was it the very merry Deadpool Christmas or whatever? Which was like a PG version of it, PG thirteen version. And like of people it. didn't like it. No. And so Deadpool three, even though it's Disney, it has to, and it's Marvel, it has to be rated R. It has, has to be. be. It has to like be. Of like all you, the of all the ones. And now I would love to see like Tom Holland show up for like ten seconds. Yeah. You know what That'd I mean? Pretty cool. Oh, like they did with like they did with um with the X Men, mm-hmm. the last Deadpool. Like have like some like major cameo, but as yeah. a joke. Yeah, you know, I would I would love that. Ryan, people were going crazy about uh, sort of last week we did the rise of Skywalker and we had sort of commented about how they really just shelved the Rose character. Yep. She was barely in it. And all of a sudden on Twitter, you know how people get on Twitter angry. Angst, and so angry. Like, the bird like, machine. Rose Rose Tico deserved better or whatever the hell the hashtag was. No, she I'm didn't. like, she didn't. She got too she much. And they're like, she was only the movie was two hours and 40 minutes and she was only on screen for like a minute 30. I'm like, too much. You're lucky. Too much. They say, say we'll get into this more. There's more of this coming, but like say yeah. thank you. Right. Say thank you. You're in the biggest, like the two of the like two of the biggest grossing movies ever. Yeah. Like say thank you. You're gonna get other roles. Yeah, you're gonna you know, be fine. And you know what? JJ did did Rose dirty. Like Ryan Ryan uh, Johnson, Johnson did all this time like, de- trying to develop this character, yeah. and basically JJ just shit on it. I get it. That happens. I know, but I'm all it set. happens. I'm good you know, with it. I really these people want a Rose Tico Disney Plus. Like, oh, I would can't. I would no. cancel my subscription. No, if they did get that. Out of here. <laughs> I would immediately cancel. She's an engineer. Engineers are the most boring yeah. people in the world. Great line. Sorry, though. sorry, sorry we, about the engineer. Hey, tough shot at engineers. Sorry, sorry. That was the best line though. When when uh, Finn's like, "Come on, Rose, you got to decide. Do you want to come with us on this sweet adventure?" And she's like, "No, nah, I got to stay back." With the computers, I gotta, I gotta stay here. She's like, "All right, you're the missing TV. out on the movie." Uh, Ways is being all fucked up on one of the ships. I gotta figure. That I gotta out. um unplug it and plug it back in. So yeah. I'll be right back. Uh, Ryan Variety came out with their top ten most overrated films of the decade. I'm not gonna sure. go through the entire list just because I want to. I want to get going here. But uh, Inception top, did make top Inse- five. Give me top five. Rip them. Inception made the top ten. Okay, so I was happy to see that. I think that was ninth. Uh, Paddington 2 was number yeah, 2. What the fuck is with I've, Paddington? People went nuts for Paddington. Yeah. And then the number 1 according to Variety's most overrated film of the decade was The Master. Which yeah, I saw. Yeah. It's like yeah. it was like Scientology but it wasn't like but it they, wasn't. they didn't go all the way like he didn't play L. Ron Hubbard but it was like close it was Joaquin Phoenix. I remember seeing yep, it I'm and being like Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, they, and they were both really good in it. It's one of those movies that you see and you like you recognize how good the actors are but you're like I never want to see that again. But there's certain movies that are like they're for actors. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this is for people. Like there's certain music that's just for musicians. Right. There's certain video games, like I think, like like Bloodborne and Dark Souls. Like those games are for hardcore like video gamers. You know for what sure. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like jazz is for like real music. And movies like this are for like actors. You know yeah, what I mean? That's a good point. For actors to watch. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, all right, you ready for? That's my news. You ready for your news? Not really. Let's okay. let's, let's rip it anyway. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. Right, what do you got? So I was looking at again. I think it was Forbes magazine, and I'm looking at all like this. This basically the decade in review because that's that's kind of something we invented right. with uh, th- taking a whole ten years and looking at it. You're welcome. Um, and Forbes magazine listed the PS4 Pro 
as the greatest game console of the decade. How do you Weird. feel about that? I don't feel that good about it. Why not? P- Wait, the PS4 Pro? What's that? Pro. That's the one that's like it's 4K. It runs in 60 frames. It's a, it's basically the PlayStation 4, but like the the nerdier version of it. It's bigger. It's older brother. Oh, all right. I mean, I guess I haven't really. I never played it. I would. No, I would. I mean, you, you you have a PlayStation 4. Like you have a. Yeah, but what? It, but I don't have a pro, do I? You don't have a pro, so you don't play in 4K. It's ba- it's basically the graphics card is better than the processor. Oh, that's all right. All I mean. mean, I guess that's probably but, that's probably fair. So there's, and I was looking at all the news stories and things we have to look forward to. Obviously, um, you know, Diablo Four. Like I'm looking at all these things that Overwatch Two is Last coming. of Us Two. Last of Us. I, hopefully, we don't even know. Um, we have the. Did you see the size of the Xbox? By the way, yeah. You see the size of that thing? You might have that? to move just get, if just I get, get a it. PC. I'm going to have to get a bigger house. Yep. Um, Google Stadia was a dump. We didn't talk enough about Google no. Stadia being a dump. No. Um, some, do you know Pokemon now is the largest retail franchise in history or something like that? Really? It's bigger than like Marvel or Lucasfilm or anything like Star Wars or anything. Like Pokemon is bigger than that. Wow. My nephew gets so much money. about the games. Yeah. Pokemon. I want to get the Sword and Shield. Yeah, that's just rubbing salt in the wound, though. If I get the sword, if game. you got sword, and if you got sword and shield, yeah, highest grossing media franchise of all time is Pokemon. It is total revenue ninety five billion dollars. Jesus Christ! Yep. Not to the, distract from the point, you think if I asked for a shield, I would have gotten it? I think so, because yeah. you could use that as a sled. You could use that. You you know, there's many other purposes for a shield. Shelter, like you, yep. you know what I mean. You can protect because that's that's mm-hmm. like. Now you're a healer, basically in a makeshift lean to, yeah. If you know, if you if you need, who knows? Yeah, but then, yeah. I mean, I would just you know, like I said, it's it's we're in that weird time for video games. I think yeah. they start coming out February, March. We start to get another push. Okay, but uh, right now it's just kind of like play what you got, finish what, what you think? got. I, I actually started speaking of Nintendo. I started Breath of the Wild again. Oh, really? I started I like I give that another spin, huh? So I played it for like twenty hours. Yeah, and then stopped because oh i got this going back life and then i forgot how to play so now i had to start all (laughs) i was in like a a really hard part and i couldn't figure out how to get out of it yeah so now i had to reteach myself how to play but i'm I'm further than i ever have been now which is nice because oh cool i did it so quickly very good yep that was my christmas break ryan are you ready for the topic du jour swords well i'm glad you asked today It is The Mandalorian. It was an eight-episode Disney Plus series that really came with the launch. And let's be honest, I like Disney Plus a lot. But as far as like new content, it's all they had. That's all they had, yeah. Like I think sure. there's like a high school musical show. But for people yeah. like us, people who listen to this podcast, it was basically The Mandalorian. This is another issue we can get into at another date. But like all those Marvel shows that they announced and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, you where, where are they? You know? But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Mandalorian. It's eight episodes. Six of the eight episodes, in fact, were written by John Favreau. Who and you could tell he yes, you could tell, and he has launched himself into the uh, hashtag Dork Hall of Fame. Oh, God, I mean, yeah. the stuff that he has done, and like you and I loved him just from Swingers and Made. Yeah, yeah. And then you take everything else that he has been a part of. It's pretty crazy. Uh, we'll begin as we do with all of our TV and movie reviews, spoiler free. So I'll ask you, Ryan, did you like it? I sure did, Rich. I yeah. sure did. Yes. I dare I, I say loved it. There was a moment in the middle of the season where I was like, uh, yep. but yeah. they fixed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. There was definitely a time where I was like, all right, this is like this is a show, you know, and you're and you're and it wasn't I agree. I think it kind of started with an absolute bang. Mm-hmm. It maybe dipped a little bit, one episode in particular, then it kind of ramped back up a little bit into you know what you thought the show could be. And then like a kind of a really bad episode. Yep. And then two two good ones. And I think it ended strong. Yeah. Which is important. And so I just watched it recently. Uh the overall story of it. I love and it was like we knew going in like when it was like just enough of like all right here's the deal it takes place after return of the Jedi which is a nice sweet spot because if you look at some of the movies that have come out and even some of the adjacent TV shows that are all canon Mm -hmm. it's all like episode three and a half you know it's like solo and rogue one are all in between the prequels and the original trilogy right they didn't really return of the Jedi long long space and then force awakens yeah it's like that, 30 35 40 years right? right and so we haven't seen anything in between there and again maybe there's some comics i'm sure there are and whatever else but i'm saying as far as like the movies and the tv shows there's nothing so it was a it was a nice spot to sort of jump in and they were like oh well it's gonna tell a completely different story and it's gonna be and you're like they True. can't really tell a completely different yeah, story you're like you're it's still yeah. like pretty important like the time yeah. frame of, of where it is but I thought the story was good. I thought the characters, uh, a couple of them were really strong. And like the, the main character himself, Ryan, what did you think of the Mandalorian? I thought it was great. It was this like, I think Pedro Pascal himself said it's like a Clint Eastwood character. Like you, it's yeah. this like total badass, but like very Western, very, but like very morally ambiguous. Like you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy mm-hmm. most of the time, you know? Yeah. And then obviously we get, it's Disney. So he winds up being a very good guy, but like, yeah. You know, it, it's uh when when it started, I was like, I'm I'm all in on this. But I think I was with you, like at, at some of the Disney stuff too. I wasn't sure if they were gonna like, even if it's like a, a faceless kind of stormtrooper or like a random like droid or something. Like, will they shoot and kill things? It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Will. <clears throat> you know, like there was there was just enough violence. Like, I, I listen, I don't need it to be like a bloodbath. Like, this doesn't need to be <laughs> Deadpool or Logan. Right. But but like, there was still enough of it to do that. And I thought there was some some comedy, like Star Warsy comedy too. Yeah, you know where it's obviously mm-hmm. not a laugh riot, but like you could tell John Favreau's hand in it. Taika Waititi was the voice of one of the droids, and he directed the last episode, mm-hmm. and you could tell what he had his hands in. Oh yeah, you know? from the very opening shot, you knew some of the dialogue. Yeah. You, you know what was going on there. Um, I think, and and it was like kind of revisiting a lot of the movies that after we watched uh, the Rise of Skywalker. I would put this show, and it's hard to compare a show to movies, but it's in like that Rogue One territory for me. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about it with Goo off to this off to we had a side chat. We were talking oh, shit about shit. all you guys. Wow. Um, and we were talking if you cut out, if you cut out like some of the bad stuff, you could make this into arguably the best Star Wars movie. Yeah, there's a chance. I mean, I've I have such. If a... you re-edit, if you cut it yeah. and edit it into one movie, like they would be a pretty badass Star Wars movie. It really would be like the the action, the story. There's not too many lulls, you know. And I think eight episodes as opposed to like thirteen. Like think about it, the Netflix series that we always would kind of like love, but also complain about. Yep. You're talking about like thirteen hour long episodes of Luke Cage, and you're like, oh my god, this was eight episodes anywhere between thirty two and forty minutes, forty five mm-hmm. minutes tops. And some people complained about that, and I was like, "Well, why? Like, that's the that's the show. That's the show." Yeah, like, I, look at look at. I think you should leave. Some episodes mm-hmm. are like twelve minutes long. 
<laughs> you know, like summer 22, you, summer you want 18. All, you like, want all your best stuff. You when you're your done, you're done. Yeah. Um, but I think because they left in some of their stuff and because, you know, there was a couple of down episodes, if you had to sort of rank it all together, I would go Empire Strikes Back. Uh, the original Star Wars New Hope would be easy one, two. Yep. Then like Rogue One and this and, you know, I guess Force I have... Yeah, for, I was gonna say Rise of the Sky, Rise of Skywalker, Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi, Force Awakens, like in that in that pool. Yep. It's, like, it's, it's definitely in, in the top half. Yep, and there's there, like I said, we'll get into a little deeper dive, but there's some some issues I had and yeah, some slow episodes. That you just gonna, cut, you're where, just gonna cut it. And if you're spoiler free right now, you haven't watched it yet. Unfortunately, you already had the Baby Yoda thing spoiled for you, like oh, I did Jesus. the day it came out. Oh man, and so then there was that report that Disney was trying to get all the gifts taken off the internet and everybody was like, what are they doing that for? It's like, well, they're trying to like avoid people seeing it. It's not like, yeah. they're, like they're trying to get like a money for every gift tweeted oh, out. Like yeah. they just were like, that was a pretty cool reveal, but in this day and age, it's like too bad. I think, and I think I was so excited. I think I got up at like seven o'clock in the morning and watched yeah. it. You watched it. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. But it was like, I was at work and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go home and I'll watch episode one of The Mandalorian. Like, I just, you know, paid for Disney Plus. I'll go home and watch it. And, and you're I'm just like, oh, before, before I do that, I'm like, let's see who hates me on Twitter today. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> which is one yeah. of my favorite activities. Yeah. Like, what? Like, let's see if there's any original burns and there yeah. aren't ever. <laughs> and so I'm like, let's see what people are saying. And they're like, oh, Disney Plus shows up with like the Marvel movies. Uh, like High School Musical and a Baby Yoda, and I'm yeah, like, God damn it! What the yeah. fuck? Uh, what's your hashtag dork score for the series? Five. Yeah, five I on the nose. I'm going like a nice hard five. Like I, I look mm-hmm. at it almost like a. Uh, that's a good score. Like Stranger Things season three. You know, it was like very yeah. good. It was not yeah. that tippy top tier still for me. And we're gonna do a uh, best of 2019 coming up probably next week or the week after oh, that. Nice. Yeah, I think like. Watchmen, The Boys, I think you should leave, even though it is obviously a different kind of genre. But like, those were almost perfect shows. Oh yeah, you know. And then you have this one. I think is like a little, like a step back, but like I still really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else before we get to spoilers? Let's go spoilers, 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 spoilers. One of the things that jumped out to me, Ryan, is just all the uh, stuff that is connected to the universe, even though they're like, ah, oh, maybe oh, we're yeah. not going to do that. Yeah, no, You're like. It, like they tied in stuff from the animated series. They did a they a lot, yeah, like a lot of it, like crazy. I mean, shit. the Yoda stuff is right in your face, and we can get into just everything that's going on with Baby Yoda, who again yeah. did confuse some people, like non Star Wars fans, are thinking that it is Yoda and all this other stuff. And again, I, you know, he's fifty being, years old. Yeah, being a Star Wars purist, right. like his Yoda's a name. It's not. He's not. Right. right. And he's not. Like technically, it could be Yoda's kid. It could be. There's a so, there's a theory. Oh, here's let's okay. So this takes place five or six years after Return of the Jedi. Correct. So Yoda's dead. Yoda was like nine hundred and forty, something like that. He's like nine hundred. He's like nine hundred. And so years this little baby Yoda is fifty, meaning he would have been alive, I think, back in like episode one. Yes, and there's a. You notice that Yaddle is on the Jedi Council and then not on the Jedi Council in uh she's on the Jedi Council in Phantom Menace. Okay. And then not in the Clone Wars. Is she taking care of the baby? Because I I would feel like the baby would already be alive then, right? Well, the the idea is that she had to leave because you know Jedi are supposed to be chased. Oh boy. 
she had to leave and that that's where this this young the, the child comes from child very green yaddle not so green not so green yoda very pale green. Green. well very green yeah. famously green famously green. well then he got like pale green as he got, well, he got like he was like 900 years old yeah but so he's 50 which i would think he's roughly darth vader's age yes wouldn't you think like ballpark like how old do you think vader was when he died i think when he became vader he was like 18 19 yeah and then they like just had the kids and then there was like a time jump a little bit and so you know you figure luke skywalker was 18 then a few years go by so like ballpark they're ballpark he's in his 50s they could have been in the same class together they could have been the same graduating class from which isn't isn't that isn't that interesting isn't isn't that pretty good? Mm-hmm. But you also get obviously stormtroopers. You get the Jawas. You get those little guys. Oh, like those little fuckers. Uh, <clears throat> they talk about the Empire. They talk. They actually go to Tatooine at one point. They go to Mos Eisley. Yep. And they go in the. Uh, they're in the booth. They're in the same booth that Han shot Greedo in. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, Bill Burr referenced Gungans. Yeah, he did. Remember that? What are you a Gungan? Like, like he said something. He said whatever he yeah. said. I was like, wow. Uh, I also loved the Admiral Akbar's. That was his kid, right? That they referenced, like his kid was yep. like, they. I don't know if there's a bounty on. So him, is that? Yeah, I was gonna say. So is, is that his kid in Rise of Skywalker? Could be because they look could alike, be. but they don't look like. I don't know. It could be. It could be, but that'd be an interesting little yeah. little twist. All right, so here's the. I think one of the big questions of the whole series, I don't know if I haven't read purposely, I haven't read anything. So I don't know if this is a theory mm-hmm. or if this is even a question or whatever, but the Mandalorian, the character himself, what we're led to believe is he's just a stone cold bounty hunter. And like, right. if he has to kill, he'll kill, but really he's just out there to get paid. One of the first rules of fight club is you don't ask, you know, you ask. questions. You don't ask any questions. You're just like very much like the movie, the transporter, right? You don't ask you just this you is, drive. Yeah. This is the way this is the way. Why does he have such a quick change of heart with Baby Yoda? First, killing IG one one or IG eleven, whatever, and then like going back and like saving him, and then essentially like now being like his guardian. Why do you think he did that? Well, I think this is you know, if you look at it from the perspective of he does say some, something about his own code about, you know, no women, no kids, basically like basically biting from the professional, the movie, the professional. Right. Um, but also, you know, you have the idea that he would, that happened to him. He was you a know, foundling. Someone, he was a foundling. And luckily, you know, he found this group of people who took care of him, but he, I don't know if he's really bought in to the, I mean, there's, there's things that, yes, this is, this is the way, this is what I have to do. But not necessarily that he wants to do them all the time. And if you could give someone a better life than he had, yeah, I think because at, at the end they tell him, "Well, this kid's yours until he reaches the age where you don't have to raise him anymore, or you find you find his family." Hmm. You know, and I think I think that knowing that, I think he's actually going to give it a shot and find the kid's family, which could be some crazy could stuff. Be, could be, be some stuff there. Too. Yeah, uh, they've already picked it up for a season two, by the way, and it'll be I out. already. I already know. I already know how you end that. By the way, how you end what? How you end that? How Next. you end? How you get Baby Yoda off the shelf? Who is how? who his family is? Yaddle. Nope. <laughs> Maybe, but if you think about it, there has been an internet buzz, Richard. And I don't want. Should I get wait to the end to tell you what I think they should do with this? 
Yeah, if you want to do it, yeah, let's do it at the end. Do it at the end. So my one of my uh, Keith spiracies as it relates to this. Yeah, you know how Jedi can manipulate people's minds, especially mm-hmm. weak-minded people. Yes. Now I don't want to insinuate that the Mandalorian could be weak-minded, but is there any chance that Baby Yoda knew that he could? get inside his head and have him be like, your mission is actually now to save me and protect me and kind of brainwash him a little bit. I think that because he did it to all of us, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He, he did it to all of us. We, we fell in love with him. He was really, he was the uh, the man of the year, the person of the year, 2019, yep. Baby Yoda. When uh, Jason Sudeikis punched him, I was like, what the fuck, man? I was so mad about what that. Are what are you doing? That was yeah. pretty, that was pretty good though. But yeah. I don't know. Like, could he have gotten inside his head a little bit? I was funny. A quick turn. It is a quick turn. And my wife, who didn't really watch, the show, I told her about the show, but she didn't really watch it. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, Jason. She loves Jason Sudeikis. So I'm like, oh, Jason Sudeikis was it. And he punched Baby Yoda. She goes, why would you punch yeah. Baby Yoda? Like, she didn't, was like, why would you do that? That like, was a good scene, that? though, in the finale yeah. with Sudeikis and, they're, and the other dude. And they're just like going back and forth talking about what's in the bag and like, doesn't it need some water? It's like you just want to look at it. Like no, I don't know, I don't know. And I love how they were trying to shoot at the can, and neither one of them could hit it. They're horrible. Like that's like yeah, that's good. That was a nice little. That was that was pretty good. Yeah. So again, it's eight episodes. the The first episode I think was just a really great start and an introduction into mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. He ends up at the end finding Baby Yoda and then killing the uh, droid. It was a pretty good droid. He was a, a, a bounty hunter droid originally. Mm-hmm. And, then, and cool, cool spins all the way around. Cool moves, spins all the way around. He's got a good voice. Uh, mm-hmm. Tekka Watiti, it was good. Uh, episode two, which is called The Child, that's where we first see baby Yuda, Yuda, Yoda use the force against that mudhorn, the mudhorn, yeah. And that was pretty cool. And you're like, oh shit, so this guy, this little guy, and then it takes a lot out of him, though, it like wipes him out. Yeah, well, he's a little guy, he's just a little tiny little just guy, a little shit of a guy, you know. But that was a good scene. Uh, Episode three was the sin. This is where the Mandalorian delivered the child. This is where he asked the question. Then he leaves. That is like, oh shit, turns back. And you get a pretty badass scene between Mandalorians versus a bunch of bounty hunters. See, I was in. So I was in on this show. Mm-hmm. And then that with the Mandalorians flying around and killing everybody. That was awesome. But a little Star Wars. I don't know if they said this, but it was in the credits. I went back and looked. Um, because I was re- obviously I was reading all about it as the show came out. John, the the character that John Favreau voices is the big Mandalorian with the big gun. Okay, and his name is in the credits was Paz Vizsla. Okay, that's significant because the person, the first Mandalorian to ever be inducted into the Jedi Order was named Tar Vizsla. So Jesus he's a descendant Christ. of Tar. Now we know that's awesome. from the last episode how that ties in. That is awesome. All yeah. right. I so like you should, that. if you were paying attention, you probably saw that coming. That's pretty we're cool. Into, we're into spoilers. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Yeah, Tar Vizsla, uh, Tar Vizsla was the person who had the dark saber. Wow, he created the dark saber. Fucking awesome. Yeah. That's so technically, cool. that belongs to the Mandalorians. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, episode and four. Sorry, not to interrupt you again. I'm just going to keep interrupting you as you try to move the podcast along. to keep interrupting you. But I like the, Easter eggs, though. Good. These are good. The, good the only way you can have the dark saber is if you defeat the owner in combat. That's the only way. That's the Mandalorians. That's the only way you you can get it. Do you think if I asked for a dark saber, I would have gotten that? You would. Well, you would have to find it first because yep. it's one of a kind, right? And you would have to beat whoever owned it in hand to hand combat. Hand to hand combat. Well, like like. 
you'd have oh. he'd he'd you'd be using that and you'd have to be able to like take it from his cold dead fingers. Literally, I don't have a fucking sword to fight him with. Is the problem? Well, now here's where you're stuck, and we're stuck. Catch twenty two. Uh, episode four, I thought was the worst episode. It was called Sanctuary. You do meet Cara Dune, played by Gina Carano. Yes. Who, um, you know, I li- I like her. You like her. I like her. I, she has the emotional range. Yeah. Of like, I don't know. She's like, she's got a good look. She she just. She'll be book. yeah yeah. Cool I just thought I'm gonna say I won't say a bad thing about her. Right. Mm-hmm. She one because speaking of hand to hand combat, she oh, could she, she could kill me. Shit yeah. out of you. Yep. Yeah. She's she, but so you meet her. This is the one where it's just like he goes to that one like swamp small town. place and yeah, you know that girl cool. just like is obsessed with them and but you but you get some stuff like you know he he won't remove his helmet. So you're learning about how yeah. he won't remove his helmet and you're learning throughout the series about how much he hates droids. He hates fucking droids. Hates droids. Uh, episode five is called the Gunslinger. This is where they go to uh, Moss Eisley, and uh, you meet an up and coming bounty hunter, Toro Calican. Toro Calican. Now, this surprisingly, Richard, is the episode I have the biggest problem with. He, this guy was a shithead. You could tell right from the get go. But he's what, a shithead. But what's your problem? Did you see? So that shithead, played by the shithead Jake Cannavale, yeah. is Bobby Cannavale's son. Oh yeah, he does look like him. So he's his son. Wait, Bobby Cannavale isn't he married to Olivia? Um, someone famous. What's her name? Rose Byrne. No, that's uh, hang on. Is he? I think he is. Give that a bang. Uh, he was married before that though, but I think he's married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So here's where I have a problem. So this kid, Jake Cannavale, I read you a direct quote because I wanted to bring it up for this episode. Okay. Um. Now, you know that Bobby Cannavale and John Favreau are friends because okay. they were in, he was in that movie Chef. Remember, John Favreau made that movie? Yeah. yeah. Basically, just him and all his friends. And he learned how to be a chef, though. And yeah. then he has that show on Netflix right. now. Yeah. Right. So Bobby Cannavale was in that movie. Okay. So this kid, he has like no real acting credits. And this is like his kind of his big break. And you're an actor's son. This is what he said about the rise of Skywalker. You were just in The Mandalorian, you were just in it as a. I'm. I'm not gonna. You're probably a very talented kid, but this is a favor. He, from, I don't think favor. he is. I don't think he is all that talented. He literally acted like if you just plucked me and threw me in there and were like, "Hey, say these lines." Yeah, like, that's what he was like. So let me say what this kid said about the rise of Skywalker. Ready? After just being in one episode of The Mandalorian, Rise of Skywalker was hands down the worst Star Wars movie. An absolute fucking failure. Went to see it last night and woke up still mad. Like it rendered the entire new trilogy completely useless. That's what you say? <laughs> Fuck this guy. That's what you say? Come on. Like, <sighs> come on, man. Come on. Like, whew. Like, talk about biting the hand that feeds you. you know? That's bad. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see him again, though. No, we're not. No, we're, we're not going to see him again. But otherwise, I, I love what's who was uh, Ming-Na Wen was the other assassin. Yeah. And she was awesome. She was really cool. That was a cool character. There now, was, there's a lot there. And here's the thing that pissed me off. Who was that at the end? Oh, that went went over there and was looking. Yeah, I gotta I gotta rewatch it. But could it be Moff Gideon? It could be, but you hear the people were like, you hear the jingle jangle of the Spurs, which is usually reserved for Boba Fett, Bubba Fett, as you as you know him. Uh, I call him Bubba. He's uh, he's alive. Yeah, he's definitely alive in canon. Yeah. Okay. He's alive. You think it could be him? It I gotta be. watch. So that's it the could, reason to watch the it end. Could of- be Moff Gideon. It could be. Uh, uh, I, Gus feel like, I feel like Gus Fring is, is, is 
he's pulling a lot of strings. Space Gus. But so that was the episode. So that was episode six. That's the reason to go back and watch that. That's what I'll do. Uh, oh no, episode five. Sorry, episode five was the gunslinger. Yeah. So it's the end of that one. Episode six is the prisoner. Worst episode of the season. We're putting a team together. You son of a you bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and I I enjoy the comedy of Bill Burr most yeah. of the time. Yeah. But I, I found him like he kind of mailed this in. You could tell he wasn't into it. I did think though that this I thought most of the series was gonna be this. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Let more yeah. like yeah. kind of one offs like, hey, Mandalorian, here's here's some uh some gold like we need you to go do this like i thought this was gonna be most of the sea I, I didn't hate it i thought episode four was a little bit worse but i'm with you this was definitely in the bottom well too. i so i you come off the gunslinger where you have like this mysterious person who's now tracking him and good you point could, it could be boba fett and then you do this like complete non-er episode good point uh so then it does pick up i'll agree with you uh after a little bit of a dip there or a lot of bit of a dip either way you look at it mm-hmm. episode seven and eight were both much better number seven was the reckoning uh, so now you get the Mandalorian and Grief Karga, played by Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, who spent a lot of time with his hands on his hips. Did you notice that? A lot of times, hands on hips and doing like messages through that little pop up like Skype yeah, thing. But he was doing like the Ozymandias pose, like yeah. fists on the hips, like standing right. like that. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, are they working together? Are they not working together? And then he's going to have to kill uh, the, the client, which is really all we know Werner Herzog's character to be. <laughs> he's um, an Imperial, which is, yes. we know that. But and I like talks like this. Like I, I oh, yeah, do a does. pretty good Werner Herzog. But I, I, <laughs> yeah. But um, I, have you seen the movie Grizzly Man? No. You never seen that movie? No. Well, Werner Herzog directed it. It was about the guy who like got killed by grizzly bears because he yeah, said yeah. he was protecting them, but wasn't. Yeah. Turns out. So everything is help. So there are bears all in my yard. Bears everywhere in the Farmington <laughs> Valley. Swear to God. Okay. So it's a, it's a no. I swear it's like a. Problem. I understand. Yeah. So um. Every time we see one, I I look at my wife and I go, Timothy Treadwell had an amazing relationship with the bears. <laughs> like, can you stop doing your word of Herzog voice? Like, no. Somebody we know is going to get mauled to death and you're doing a voice. You're doing a funny voice. <laughs> you're doing, you're doing, <laughs> they're little, they're chance, little. They're little black bears. They're not there's a chance that somebody's arms get ripped off of their body and you're doing a voice. But I do like this. So you go from like that shitty team from episode six to like what is a much better team. We haven't even talked about uh, Quill yet. Quill, yeah. Quill, I have spoken. spoken. So between Baby Yoda, This Is The Way, and I Have Spoken, like this show has been an absolute internet phenomenon. Phenomenon. It's awesome. But Quill's great. So now you have Quill, you have uh, Cara Dune, The Mandalorian, and Baby Yoda as like one team. And then grief cargo was was gonna double cross him and then he ends up mm-hmm. like being on their side or whatever he winds up most of his guild gets wiped out i yeah. love the idea of guilds too by guilds the way. like in like rp like in uh like skyrim you can join like the thieves guild should we start a guild we should start a guild you know what we need so we need a team up we need team ups too you son of a bitch you son I'm of in. a bitch <laughs> <laughs> You want to join our guild? You yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah, hey, I need you for one last job. You son of a bitch. And that has to be like that's how like you get a, in. How you get in. Yeah. That's the password. Like we need yeah. you. We need your particular set of skills. You, you son, son of a son bitch. Of a bitch. Uh, uh, before the... that fucking episode, I loved a good team up movie. Now I hate it. You can't. I hate can't it. do it. Yeah. Yoda, baby Yoda uses his healing powers in this episode, episode seven, which is pretty badass. You also see that in, of course, the rise of Skywalker. Uh, the finale, Ryan, entitled Redemption. Uh, Taika Waititi directed it. 
you get the cool scene at the beginning with Jason Sudeikis and another dude just talking shit because oh, also episode seven ends on a real fucked up note, yeah. and it's the biggest kind of. I would say the first six episodes essentially end on a positive note. Yeah, and this right? one like, ends with a no. That's a, <laughs> episode seven ends with Baby Yoda is stolen by the stormtroopers and Kuil is killed. Mm-hmm. So you're like, whoa, the fuck. So then you got to wait a week, and then here comes redemption. Um, Baby Yoda gets rescued by the droid, who, as we, uh, we, I don't think we mentioned it, but obviously he gets reprogrammed by Quill, and he's now mm-hmm. a nurse droid, and his whole thing is to protect Baby Yoda. Yep. And so he does that, and now you have Cara Dune. There's some good stuff in here where uh, the Mandalorian, Grief, and Cara Dune are kind of like hunkered in and trying to like fend off Moff Gideon and his crew. And you're, and you're really kind of finding out more and more about Moff Gideon in this episode, which is odd. Cause then it's the first time he uses the name Din, Din Djarin. He calls him by his real name. Yes. And we get, we really kind of close the story on the Mandalorian, his background. Like he was mm-hmm. not born into being a man. Like he was a foundling. They took him yeah. in. Um, and that's why he hates droids. Cause droids yes. are the ones who, right. Cause they would, like, they were laying that on thick. Yep. And that they, there, so there, there was a payoff to to that. And so that's probably really your answer about Baby Yoda. Not that he's you know mind wiped by him, but it was probably more like he saw he's he knows him what a chance. Like to, just yeah. like he could have been that guy. And it you know what was interesting is what do you think that the uh the client, your guy Werner Herzog, what did he want with Yoda? Because so, he was talking to the scientist, he yep. was like, uh, dead or alive, I don't care. Where and the scientist was like, No, 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 we like we we want him alive. So who was so who was the scientist was played by I forget um, I forget that is it it's an actor that you know oh you've seen him yeah he's in stuff um and the the symbol on his arm where he's like the the people who made the clone soldiers so he's like they uh, they're trying to clone him or Got they're it. trying to like you know do some like weird so do they know he's a Jedi. I think they know that that race is force sensitive. Okay, because like somebody I mentioned like, Jedi later mm-hmm. on. They like they straight up were talking about it. Well, and that that's important because the dark saber shows up, and it's important that like, you know, the, and he says, "I know they, who." I forget who said it. Like they they fought the Jedi or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a race of people called Jedi. Now this is where this ties in. You want to okay. hear my tie in now? Yes, please. So, in the second season of The Mandalorian, you have basically it's just like a chase. The whole thing is like, um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Moff Gideon chasing the Mandalorian through space with the child, right? Mm-hmm. And he's trying to find a place to put him. What if? And there's people who alluded to this before. I don't know if you recognize this or have seen this on Twitter. Sebastian Stan looks exactly like young Mark Hamill. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that. Uh, he, he does. So he finds, cause there's this period of time between, between this and force awakens. We don't know what Luke is doing. He's there. He's in the world trying to rebuild the, what if he, he finds Luke played by young, young Sebastian Stan. Well, I love that. And that spins off a whole, and this is someone else's idea. So I'm not going to take credit for it, but a Skywalker series. Like that that takes place in like Luke Jesus. in his 30s. Well, and you know what's crazy too is because you could get the whole thing because at this point, Ben Solo is probably maybe born. I don't think not yet. No, not even. Yeah. Not even. But so, but obviously Han and Leia are together. Yep. Luke hasn't even begun to train Jedi yet. So nope. he's doing whatever he's doing. Right. And 
I think what also makes sense and it ties into Rise of Skywalker would be Luke has to meet this baby Yoda right. and learn about the healing powers so right. he can put into his journals and then Ray reads them and then Ray figures out how to do that. See that? It works. <sighs> Fucking awesome. And if you look at Sebastian Stan next to a picture of Mark Hamill, that's pretty it's crazy. Uncanny. Uncanny. That would be awesome. And he's obviously already contracted with Disney Plus because he's doing right. the Winter Soldier show. It so works. Easily get him. It works. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. But so, Dark Saber, Ryan, tell me more about the Dark Saber. That is the big reveal at the end. Moff Gideon yes. has the Dark he Saber. Yep. Is he, he what? Does that mean he so is what trained as a Jedi? Does that mean he could be, uh, could he potentially be one of two Siths out there? Like, what's the deal? So, this goes into the Clone Wars, the animated series. I got to watch that. You, yeah. And, and so. Who is it? Paz Vizsla. And then there was another Vizsla. I, f- I forget his name from the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But he winds up getting it. And then he's actually killed by Darth Maul. Oh, so the Vizsla who had the last one who had it was killed by Darth Maul. Yep. I love that. I love a Darth Maul tie in. Yeah. So then um, all of the Mandalorians then are now. It's a symbol of power in Mandalore. So if you're like the head of the Mandalorians, like you have this weapon. It's more symbolic. They don't usually use it. Okay. Um, so it gets passed down. Or like you said, like I said, you kill the person. You have to kill the person who owns it to get it. Crazy. And we all know the Mandalorians want a warrior's death. So they would, if they were, you know, I would say just if you had it, if I had a sword and you wanted my sword, it'd be like, well, right, well come kill me and take it. You, you, need, to, you need to kill yeah, me. Otherwise, it's like not you know it's not um legitimate yeah so this could be an Ill- illegitimate thing like well like Mar- um, uh gideon killed whatever mandalorian had it and took it yep now it is on um din Djarin, being a mandalorian that technically belongs to him if all the rest of them are gone mm-hmm. fuck i like it so so I he like could it. Now we could tie that back in and say that once he gets it, now he can be trained as a Jedi too. Because Tar Vizsla was the first Mandalorian inducted into the Jedi Order. We didn't say he was the only one. Mm. Interesting. So, who do you think is more likely to see in season two? Do you think it would be a young Luke Skywalker or an uh, well, young middle-aged Luke Skywalker? She said middle-aged, right? Yeah. Not young Luke Skywalker, but mm-hmm. young compared to the Force Awakens. Um, or, or fuck, man, you could put Obi Wan. You could get Obi Wan back in the mix. You can get Ewan McGregor back in here. No, he's dead. What? He's dead. What are you talking about? He's dead. He's de- he oh, died. he's dead. He's yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He died he's at the hands now. of Darth. He's Vader. a dead guy. He's a dead guy now. I mean, he could. You could force ghost any of these guys. Like they could. could all be. They could all yeah. be in it. But no, I mean, you, you got to think about all the characters who are alive in Force Awakens. Just the younger mm-hmm. versions of them. Like so, Luke, Leia, and Han are all alive. Yep. Um, well, we also know that Darth Sidious is kind of alive. We also somewhere. know that the Snoke's a bitch. The uh, the Wookies are friends to the Yoda people. The Wookies are. Yeah. Good point. They're, yep. So we Chewie could and Kashik again. Yep. Do you know? But I do you think season two? Are you more likely to see Luke Skywalker or uh, Boba Fett? Boba, I've Boba Fett. I would say you would see him before you see Luke. That'd be pretty because that's, that's pretty a enough. that's a big that's kind of a big thing. But I like you said, if anyone's going to do it, I would rather that be John Favreau do it. You could tell 
and just in the making of this show that this guy's a fan. It's very it, similar it, like, to Damon Lindelof <laughs> and Watchmen. You get the yeah. same same thing where you're like, you know, he cares about it so much. It's not some guys like, hey, Star Wars makes money. Let's let's put a show yeah. out. It's like no, no. It, was, it was pretty important to him. Yeah, like that was uh, pretty awesome. I thought, it, and it was a good blend too of kind of honoring the movies and like the story, but also trying to establish your own thing because that's right. tough to do. Like you're gonna make a Star Wars show that compelling, and there's no Luke Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, anything like that. I'm like, nope, they pulled it off. No, they did it. Pretty damn else. good. Something else. What else you got? Anything else you got? Oh, uh, the other thing was the uh, the character that Quill plays, voiced by Nick Nolte. Yeah, he's like a Ugnot, which mm-hmm. that type of uh, creature was in Empire Strikes Back. You Were see they? one. Of, you see one of those guys in Empire. Yeah. Yep. So oh, you nice do. Little... He's yeah. He's I I just typed it in, and he's what he's that like uh yeah, he's, he's fixing guy. something. Yeah, he's an engineer. <laughs> Let's bring that bet. Let's full circle. There we go. Uh, no, I liked it, and I think the more you talk about it, and like the more little like Easter eggs that they drop, and I'm going to go back and watch the end of episode five again. Again, I think it's Moff Gideon, but maybe it is. Maybe it's the Fet Man. Who knows? Oh, and he's the one. He's uh, the Ugnots put Han Solo in the Carbonite, and they also they're the yes. ones who are ri- who are ripping apart uh, C3PO. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's so oh yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Fucking, that's pretty cool. Fucking Ugnaughts. See, like that's, but like stuff like that. Perfect. Like stuff like that is like you would know to put those specific characters in it. And then did you see what Favreau tweeted out? He was like, season two coming in fall. And he yeah. took a picture of that big fucking green ogre guy. And the one that was in uh, Jabba's place. Yeah. I forget his name. I had the character too. Nah, I don't remember either. But like, still, it's just like he, he's just giving you a little, little taste for next season. Uh, the, the, Gamorians, Gamorians, sounds like a spinoff um, show to me. Yeah, the, the, the Gamorians. I'm also I'm also uh, happy to say that this entire episode, I never referred to the Mandalorian as the Metaclorian. You did not, which is which is difficult to do. <laughs> I thought that was definitely going to happen. Uh, I'm trying to fuck. What was this? What was his name? Members. I'm trying to find the one. What that big green bitch? Throsk. Throsk. I think that was his name. Was it Throsk? I thought so. Rosk Star Wars. There's like a there's a lot of them. Um Thok, hmm. Thurg. They no, it's not Thurg. him. Thok. Third third and I think it might be Throsk. Warlord Throsk was a male Gamorian. Uh he's green. Yeah. He's one of Jabba's guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But whatever. He gets eaten by a Rancor. It's over for him. <laughs> Um, it's over. That's uh, it's curtains for him. It's a good thing. I thought <laughs> my mom asked. I was watching it one day. Like I was at their house for like Thanksgiving or something, and she asked if it was actually Nick Nolte. Could be. I was like, it could be. Like <laughs> he he doesn't look very good. No, nope. no, it could. <laughs> She's that, like, wait, that... is that actually Nick? Her eyes are her eyes are gone, but <laughs> it could be. Well, I'm not gonna rule it out. Yeah, you know, there's a chance. Yeah, he looks like the town drunk. He looks like Muff Potter. He does a little bit. Yeah. Brian, should we get to the old pick of the podcast? There's one thing I wanted to say Star Wars yeah. related. We did not mention, I think in the last week's podcast, talking about the Rise of Skywalker, that uh, Wedge showed up again. Yes. Yes, he did. And how Wedge, Wedge Antilles, is that his yeah. name? Yeah, Wedge Antilles. Yeah. 
Yep. I was very happy to see him, and I'm sure he was happy to be back. Because you know what? That was a good movie, and people enjoyed it, and it was shut a fun and, movie. And shut up. It was good. Shut up about it. And shut up about it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, right. shut Pick, up of the pod. Pick 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 of the pod. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or defend the goal? I will, ki- I will defer to you this week. So, Ryan, I say this, and I've watched a lot of true crime documentaries in my day. Sure. Um, like, to say that I like that stuff, I still feel it's weird to say that I like it, but I'm fascinated by it. I've seen so many of, like, whether it be Making a Murderer or The Jinx or the mm-hmm. one about Madeline McCann. Like, all these fucking ones, they're all on Netflix. They're all pretty unsettling. Yeah. I'm not finished with it yet because you it do, is... Is this, is this what I think it is? Yeah. The Say it. Don't fuck with cats. Yeah, I, I, holy, I don't think I have the shit. You don't, you don't. don't. Yeah. So I just skipped right through it because it's a horrible title. But then I saw that KFC from Barstool was tweeting about it and said it was really good. It's only three episodes. They're all about an hour. I'm two and a half episodes down. So I get it when I get a free half hour. I'm going to finish it. Yeah. It is, and this might serve as uh, a really good recommendation for some people, and Mm -hmm. for others, it'll steer them away. It's the hardest one to watch that i've ever seen yeah i don't know man so it's so fucked up i can't even begin to describe it and i'd forget like the title is stupid it's it's a stupid one but yeah i just i don't want to spoil it too much uh for people that because i didn't really know anything about it there was one thing that popped up that i'm like oh i think i remember that headline but other than that i didn't really know much about it it is really well done like documentary wise like they have so much information they have they have the people they have interesting people that they're talking to that are going through this and basically it's like uh people on the internet saw some disturbing videos and they're like just regular people i mean computer people but regular right. people and they're like we're gonna find this fucker and then they, they become it becomes like an obsession of how they're gonna find him, and it just keeps escalating and it is i was not prepared for how fucked up no it was. And, and like an idiot it was like christmas eve like yeah. it's like late christmas eve i have like an hour and i'm like oh, i'll start watching this and i'm like why am i watching it and then i'm like i i want to know how it ends but it is a hard watch. Yeah. So there's, uh, I get deeply affected by documentaries like this. There was one mm-hmm. I remember watching called Dear Zachary, which you think is about one thing. And then like shit mm-hmm. just fucking spirals out of control. Yeah. And that thing stuck with me for years. Like yep. I, like yeah, people ask watch me this. about it and I'm like, I can't talk about it. Don't watch this. Yeah. Um, it didn't come with like enough of a warning and like maybe I've become desensitized. Maybe some of the other ones are like this to other people and I just kind of watch them and you're like, Oh geez, I wonder if that person really did it. And like, he just kind of masks over you. Like how, how gruesome the thing is that they did. Yeah. But it's the way this one is shot and like the stuff that they have access to and some of the stuff that they show you. Oh my God. It's, but they don't show the actual thing, right? They just kind of like have people reacting, watching it. They don't show like the actual thing. All right. But like for me and my imagination, which is very strong, maybe the strongest that you've ever met, I, I only need to see a little bit of it. And like, I basically can connect. I can already piece the rest of it together. And like to me, they already show too much, but I don't know if I can do it. Anyway, do you have something lighter? Oh, sure. Do Richard on Netflix. If you're on Netflix, you're there, you're watching, you feel really bad about what you just watched. There's a documentary I just watched called Iron Fist and Kung Fu Kicks. Oh, see, there's this I like. It's a documentary about, it it says on Netflix, this documentary examines the influence of Hong Kong's martial arts cinema on filmmaking from the Shaw Brothers to modern day Hollywood blockbusters. So it's basically like the rise of like Kung Fu movies. I, I watched a ton of Kung Fu movies as a kid. And like most of these I've seen, like a lot of like, so they, 
basically Bruce Lee's talked about a lot, obviously. Pretty good. Um, and he got his ass kicked by Brad Pitt. Did he talk about that? <laughs> uh, no, but people are very, very upset about that. Yeah. Because there's no way. All right, whatever. Oh, Could have. Bruce Lee, man. The father of MMA. Just saying. That's the a hoist race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking uh, of Chuck Norris, actually, right? Uh, Chuck Norris is the answer. Um, <laughs> fighting jeans. No, but it's just a, you know, if you love kung fu movies, it's something really cool to watch. Um, you know, just love that shit. <laughs> So watch that. If you're if you watch someone like drown a cat, whatever you do, drown cats. Oh, uh, dude, like there's so uh, it's, I don't know that and some. It's fucked. It's yeah. Fucked. It's so don't watch that. So hard. It's yeah. fucked so much. Ryan, next <laughs> week I'm thinking unless something else pops up or I'm forgetting something. What if we go best of 2019? We could do that. Like your best movies, your best TV show, your best performance. Yeah, we'll do like break it down. Yeah. Break it down. Mm-hmm. Categories. Yep, just a yeah. whole a door category. Best wrestler of 2019. I'll even do that. I'll even do some research. I already have the answer. It's Adam Cole, baby. Not, not Adam Cole, baby. Uh, it might be Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, we'll do beers. <laughs> we'll do we'll yeah. do the stuff you can't watch everything award, which goes Ginger to ale. the thing that you couldn't see. The best the thing, that, the thing that I wanted to see but didn't yeah. watch. Yeah, that's maybe, a good one. Maybe the top gift that you didn't get for Christmas. Maybe we'll do that for an award. Spoiler, yeah. it was a sword. World peace. I also am excited to do the uh, 20 <laughs> Sword One World Peace Two, the 2020 uh, movies. I always love doing that episode. The look, where we ahead. look ahead yep. to all the movies, and if I have time uh, and the wherewithal, I might mash up a handful of our best moments from 2019. <laughs> Don't you have interns for this shit? Like, shouldn't someone no. be like, no. this be like, can you get an intern to do? I'm that? surprised these even get posted still. So I. <laughs> I There's got to be some schlep walking around EEI. You could be like, hey, could you just like listen to every fucking podcast we did this year and find the funniest bits? I wouldn't trust it. It'd be all trash stuff. So it'll probably just be the hair pie thing on repeat. The, su- the southern backhand <laughs> make it on there? Yeah. <laughs> probably. Uh, right, more, Ryan, money, gonna... more money, more problems is going to make it on there? Maybe. You have to tune yeah. in if I if I even in. make this. You can rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Everywhere else, uh, podcasts are available. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. You can check out our YouTube channel as well. Subscribe there, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. And email us anytime, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Anything else, Ryan? This is a lot of fun. Thanks for, thanks for having been me. Great. This is a great episode. Let us know yeah. what you guys think. Email and Twitter on The Mandalorian. Tell us your thoughts, your theories. If you like Davies about uh, the Luke Skywalker or uh, Bubba Fett meetup, I like those. I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet out the picture of like Sebastian Stan as I love Luke it. Skywalker. I'll tweet that out. All right. Uh, everyone yeah. have a very happy new year, and we will uh, talk to you soon.